0: Hello everybody, this is the 30th of September and it is uh, another episode in this indie series I'm doing I kind of lost uh, uh, lost track of the, the count exactly um, And uh, yeah, I'm not going to go and look at it right now But uh, yeah, another episode and this this is the first time uh, you're uh, listening to this uh, The indie series is basically a series of episodes I'm doing during the remainder of my time here in India and I'll be here until the 11th of October. The, the the reason for this is more of a personal goal, a personal challenge to try out this new format and to act out this new ethos like that I have. Of just like putting things out there, putting myself out there, all of that. So that set aside, in this episode, I will be talking about uh, fight or flight and this new other mechanism that I'm still in the middle of figuring out. Um, I think most of you listening to this, uh, have definitely heard of fight or flight. You guys most likely have heard of it. You guys are most likely like, know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, the TLDR version of it is, uh, fight or flight is this primal mechanism we have. And one way to think about it is basically the kind of lives we live these days were, are like not the norm. Like literally just like a hundred years ago, the kind of stuff you see in like a, uh, like a geography, like, like a PPC documentary or like a nature documentary where you look at these uh, apes and you look at these animals, we used to live kind of closer to that life than the life we live nowadays. And by that, what I mean is, we were really, you know, like under nature. I guess that's it, one way to put it. You know, like we didn't really have the kind of the lively, like kind of lives we have right now. And because of that, because of all of that, the the kind of defense system we developed is this fight or fight uh, flight system, and is very closely linked to uh, the stuff I was talking about in yesterday's uh on yesterday's episode which is this uh secondary part of our brain this uh limbic system the kind of the kind of stuff that runs under the hood but that is really in charge and yesterday i kind of talked about the subconscious and all of that and today uh, i'll be touching on the fight or flight stuff this is also part of the limbic system and I think it's very important to talk about it, because uh, this mechanism uh, used to be very uh, useful to us like 100 years ago, like 200 years ago, when we were much more uh, like below nature, much more beholden to nature, let's just say, uh, whereas now, in the modern world, um, this kind of defense mechanism has become like pathological. Uh, it has uh, really messed up a lot of our lives, uh, including my, myself. It has, de- it has done a lot of damage to me. And uh, the, the thing about this mechanism, though, is that uh, many of you know, like, how the the concept of uh, the hedonic treadmill and the idea that, like, you know, the more material stuff you have, the, be- like, the better your life is. You just get used to it. You just normalize it. So the same thing kinda works the other way around. Like the worse it gets, the more you just normalize it. And with, with the fight or flight, same thing happens, right? So if you, if you lived, let's say, most of your post-pupressin-like uh, uh, life in, in this state of uh, fight or flight, and if you just constantly like lived in such an amped up state, you don't really know the difference, and uh, to kind of go back to explaining what it is, um, the fight or flight is a defense mechanism developed by the like developed by like our bodies to uh, de- like act in uh, highly threatful situations, and it consists of three stages. One is fight, which is the scenario where you attack. Other is freeze, which is a scenario where, let's say, there's a snake and it's right around your legs. You do not want to do fight or flight because the snake bites you, so you freeze. Um, then there's other one, which is flight, where you just run away. So this is such a fundamental part of you. Uh, it, I think most mammals have this system. Um, it goes, I think, quite back, this uh, fight or flight system and uh, back like for most of our other like you know most of the other animals and uh, for us just like a hundred years ago this system was not really useful there was another thing there was the um, there was just the the reality that like inaction wasn't an option I kind of like touched on this all of this stuff in a tweet thread but uh Uh, basically the idea is um, during that world during a world of 100 years ago inaction meant you starved to death or you just got kicked out and like you know you go to really 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 ugly places whereas now inaction is an option whereas like in the past you could you could directly face the consequences of inaction and also because of that you live a life uh with the tools, and the perception systems to understand the value of action. So whenever you do not act, whenever you don't, whenever you are not courageous, whenever you follow the path of a coward, like, you knew it was wrong. You had the sense-making systems to understand that these, these things were wrong, and also you have the sense-making systems to kind of, like, go forward, become more, like, adventurous. And what I mean by this is, um, uh, I guess, the the way I explained it in the the tweet, and the way I thought about it is, so, uh, in the modern world, we have these synthetic drugs, Uh, porn is one of them, Um, and porn is the best example to use, but uh, other than porn, you have sugar, you have um, Twitter, like uh, social media, you have YouTube, you have movies, you have TV series, and now you have even podcasts, and each of these synthetic, uh, tool, like like synthetic drugs, they they offer replacement, and uh, they do something else. And I think uh, they give you a hyper novelty. This word was uh, coined by um, uh, I think Brett Weinstein. So this is Eric Weinstein's brother. Uh, really cool guy, uh, if you don't know about him, I would search him up, um, and basically what that means is like, you're just constantly seeing new like new stuff, and like, your brain is constantly being like DDoS attacked with new stuff, and it really fucks up with your, uh, like, pleasure centers, and uh, your reward, like, reward centers, and all of that stuff. And uh, again, the best example to use is porn. So the way it works is, you know, like, uh, after you reach uh, When you reach the stage of privilege, you know, that you want to fuck, you know, you want to... That urge is there, and uh, that urge is in many ways very primal, and it's very driving. So it, it kind of drives you to talk to girls, or if you go, you know, be in the right places, all of that stuff. Whereas this porn... It's a synthetic drug and the synthetic drug what it does is it basically um how do I describe it it drowns out that sense making system you know that overriding uh, force I don't know like the best way to describe it so on one hand you have this fight or flight, you have this social regulation and all these things that's weighing for inaction, like a lot of your body that's just saying, preserve, cover, like, 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 uh, retreat, you know, all that kind of emotion, all that kind of, like, energy, all that kind of force, and on the other hand you have this, get out there, you have this, kind of, do stuff like, you know that kind of energy, right that kind of sense making systems and that kind of uh all of that whereas these synthetic drugs they kind of sedate those systems they and they'd sedate it by they by like drowning it out and I think there's something I heard about like a lot of the um what they're called again uh basically those drugs that you use. Uh, to avoid pain, and to kind of uh, I don't remember, but like I I think the way those drugs work, uh, especially in like that, that's a word, and like, it's like right at the tip of my tongue. Basically, it's the type of drugs you use uh right before an operation so that you don't feel any pain and stuff, and you're like sedated or whatever. But anyways, um. I, I remember reading something about the way these the way those drugs work is by kinda making the neurons over fire or something like that uh or you can say drowning them out and i think that's the, that's basically exactly what we're doing with these modern synthetic drugs that are like, pong drowns out all the sense making systems and all the uh, the tools of our like Ourselves have to fight against this uh, primal defense system. Uh, the pawn drives uh, drowns that out for uh, uh, seeking partners, and uh, I think also a bunch of other things. I think pawn is like a really evil shit, but uh, then this, the same applies to sugar, you know? Uh, sugar really drowns out uh, like a huge percentage of our taste and our like desire like a desire to eat nutrient foods and I, I really believe that because um there are periods where i completely went off sugar i tried the keto diet and i tried a bunch of other things but like just basically periods where i didn't have sugar at all and there was something really crazy that happened which was i got my taste back again i know it sounds like silly to say that but like try this You can taste more things. It's a it's a it's insane where um you can taste something as simple as an egg, you can eat something as simple as an egg, and you'll be like, damn, this thing has a lot of taste. And that sounds silly to say, but try it. Try completely avoiding everything sugary for like a few months, then eating stuff. Like the eating is a completely different experience, and also when you go back to eating the sugar again. Your brain will just get a massive shock. Your like mouth will get a massive shock. You'll be like, this thing is fucking sweet. Um, so in, in that same way, I think porn does this, sugar does this, and I think what uh, social media does is um you know, I think it also drowns out this need for like novelty in social situations. I don't know much about it, but like I can just kind of vaguely connect these dots and I can see how myself and most of modern society, these are like young people, people that were born after like let's say 1995 or born after let's say 2000, right? I can see how a lot of us have lived most of our lives with these things and how a lot of us have grown up Using these things as a replacement for fundamental human systems, and it's really messed up. uh, Because especially because a lot of these things were designed by uh, like the best scientists in the world to make them extremely addictive and extremely pathological. Like it, it wasn't really done in a healthy way. It was more done like how can we get people to use this as much as possible? It was that done in that kind of way. But yeah, uh, I believe fighter of light is a really, really, really bad uh, pathological system, right? Like that, that most people are enveloped by. Most people are like affected by, and uh, to kind of uh, talk about the other side of it, I've been like one of the recent uh, revelations slash discoveries was this other kind of system. I've known this. There was um, various part, like, parts of my life where I've activated this system. But this is the first time I can kind of put my words to it. And I can kind of point to it. Which is this system where you shut down the fight or flight. And you kind of convince yourself there is no way out. Uh, like, And then you just focus on... Like... Uh, Building and living, or like living and building, where you go, yep, I understand, that's a threat, but I accept that, and right now, I'm going to focus on uh, living this moment, and I'm going to focus on building, and uh, there's a lot of times in my life where, uh, and it's, I'm going to kind of preface this with, like, basically, that the key is, like, there, there's, like, There's a a decision point where you have to go somewhere or do something. And that's when this kicks in, the fight or flight kicks in. And then there's a decision made. One is to kind of fight or kind of like flight uh, or freeze. Funny thing, a lot of my defaults used to be a freeze. You'd think uh, somebody who kind of... Lives on the extreme on many things. You'd think my default would be like either like run or like fight. Nah, a lot of times it used to be uh freezing, funnily enough. But that aside, uh basically when the decision comes and when you make the decision, uh, if you make the decision to kind of, I don't want to say it's fight, but in a way it is fight or like confront. Uh, right after that, you get into this new state of like... Living and building. Living and building. Whereas build would be, let's say... uh, Like... Live would be kind of like... Accepting that like... I am going to be... Doing this thing in this period. How can I kind of... Like... Be part of this thing. Whether, whether, whether if it's like... Uh, choosing to accept a new job. Or whether if it's like... Uh, going to a club. Or like... Uh, talking to a girl or like I don't know a bunch of different things like asking a girl for a date whatever it is where you choose to accept it you choose to go like go and do it and then right are in the middle of it and you get into the state of it it's less about sh- shit and fucked and it's more about like how do I move forward now like how do I do things and like how do I build things and all of that stuff and again, I'm currently in the middle of figuring this out i'm like I'm kind of still figuring this out but i've I've experienced this a couple of times, especially when it comes to um like after I'm in the situation so one example I have is the decision to uh move to miami and like uh, m- like my few months there in miami where this was the first time I've ever been by myself completely without any sort of support system, in a com- in a very different country, uh, with without a lot of money to my name. That's the other thing, and it was a very interesting experience. My fight or flight was armed up to an extreme level. I've never had it that uh, at that kind of level for years, and it was it was crazy like. I'd get, it's funny, I'd, I'd get like literally like uh, so amped up by like literally dro- dogs barking and stuff. I remember like uh, uh, it, during my time in Miami I used to uh, uh, basically live in like one of the cheapest places at the beginning, one of the cheapest places in Miami, it was a disgusting place by the way, I only lived, for, lived there for a few days but uh, that was my first time there, a really disgusting place. I used to live there, uh, which was like a little bit inward. Uh, I think it was near like behind the airport or like near the airport, a five minutes away. Whereas the place I used to go to work was this really beautiful. Uh, we work at um, Len like uh, Lenox Avenue, something some, somewhere like that, like uh, South Beach, basically near South Beach. Man, like on the outside, the place looks uh, like the building was a bit ugly, but by far the best v book I've ever been at, like my favourite, the rooftop itself makes up for it, uh, but yeah, uh, I still remember like evening, I usually leave around like 6 and uh, uh, I'd get to the, the the hostel I was staying at by like 7 and on the walk back there was like these dogs uh, that I would always walk walk by and like the dogs would bite. And I'd get, like, fucking... I'd, I'd like, shock. I, I'd I'd get, like, fucking... Uh, scared the shit out of that. And, uh... But despite that, that was my fourth day. Then I used to choose to accept all of that. I used to choose to, mo- like, move forward. And I did a... I made a bunch of... Very decisive, very confrontational kind of decisions during that time. Really game-changer decisions. Uh, and that really changed... Um, the way I reacted to this stuff, I like ever since then, like, I didn't really care about that stuff. Then and I moved to another place, and like there was always dogs around, uh, around those places, didn't care. Um, walked around some weird areas, didn't care, did a bunch of weird stuff, didn't care. But like at those few days, uh, the first like two or three days in, in America, I still remember like that was fight or flight. I, I was so so armed up. Because you gotta realize this, America looks very different to the UK. There are massive, massive like roads. It's a car-based society. Uh, a lot of things that are very different. And um, yeah, that was really interesting. The, the the kind of amped up, the kind of fight or flight you have, and the kind of the kind of like percept like perceptive things, and the kind of like how do you say it? like. XP, like life XP you get by choosing to confront this and just move forward it's big, it really is another example I have would be the, like choosing to spar, like, uh, like learning boxing uh, with my friend and like at first we were just kind of you know, uh doing pad work then I choose to spar and uh, at this time you'll realize um, I was not that healthy uh pretty heavy and uh my cardio was shit, and um, on the other hand, the friend I used to go to gym with, uh, he used to be in the like uh, Liverpool or Manchester like uh, like the, the the junior football team. The guy was a football coach, uh peak fitness. And I used to I decided to spar with him, and like it would be so funny. He would run circles around me, and like you know, uh run circles around me, and the only thing I had was my weight. I was like five or well, five to eight kg heavier than him, so like my punch just kind of packed a lot, but other than that, literally within like within like five rounds for like I think it was like twenty five minutes, something like that, and by the end. I would be half dead or more like I would basically be dead the guy's like we're just getting started let's go he'd be completely fine and um despite that I decided to just keep going every day and like just keep going and the 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 decision to keep going um it kind of it changed something that 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 decision to like every day do this despite the how much of a beating you're getting or how much uh silly the situation is it really changes your perspective like the perspective went from like i said you know uh, living n- by living what i mean is, like I'm, I'm deciding to do this so i'm gonna make myself as much as comfortable as possible then building the building was every day just working on my craft and like focusing less on getting punched in the face and worrying about it and focusing more on like how can i like get my defenses right how can I punch right? How can I pierce his defenses? What is he doing? Like he had this really cool kind of thing he would do. But like he'd get his shoulders up really close to his face. Uh, he'd bring the gloves right up there. And I was like, Before I like at the beginning I'd be like really scared. You know, I'd be like, how the how the hell can I can, uh like how can I not get punched kinda attitude? Like I'm I'm gonna run out of breath soon and I'm I'm fucked. And whereas after I decided to just keep doing this the attitude turned into kind of like, how can I penetrate the defenses? How can I uh, improve my cardio? How can I, you know, it it, it turned into kind of attack mode. It turned into kind of like build mode, like a live and build mode. And I think there were very stark differences between those two. And like I was saying before, I'm still kind of trying to figure it out, but uh, so far, the the stuff I think I've figured out so far, and the stuff that's very important is every time in life when you get a kind of point like given a choice between like you know fight or flight, choose the fight one. You know, choose the confrontational one. Uh, almost always, because most in modern in the modern world, almost all of it is not that consequential. Uh. With the exception of a lot of stuff in America where like, you know, people have guns and you don't really want to go that crazy. Like, you know, get in a fight or that kind of stuff because you really don't know how it ends. But except that I'm talking about the kind of stuff where like, like I said, someone makes like, someone makes a joke about you. And like, or like someone does something where treats you as a pushover or like something very, very worst case scenario, not that consequential kind of shit. Try to choose the attack option in every scenario. And it can be something really, really small. But, like, every possible scenario, choose the attack one. Choose the one that that has the most risk attached to it. uh, Because the risk is really not as bad as you think. And uh, because the benefits are very asymmetrical. um, Whereas the benefit of... um, I like you know avoiding risk is very very little because in in the modern world you really don't have much risk that's the truth and uh, i think that's it uh have a good day guys edwin out